2: Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. For 22 years, he built TCU into a power, a two-time national coach of the year, six-time conference championship, Gary Patterson, the former TCU football coach, who both Lincoln Riley and Steve Sarkeesian wanted to join their staff last year, and he chose the Longhorns. It is great to have you here, Coach. So there's a lot of things. um, One of the players in the draft that we've talked a lot about, there's this now narrative, you can't draft a running back first round. And, and to me, if somebody's great, you draft them. Um, you know, I watched Ezekiel Elliott at Ohio state, you can draft him. So Bijan John Robinson at Texas, you were there with the program. Interestingly, you also had LaDainian Tomlinson, probably the best TCU player ever. And one of the great running backs ever. Is there some LaDainian Tomlinson in Bijan Robinson?
3: Yeah, they're both. I, I tell you, number one, they're both great people. I think that's what they don't understand. What, whatever, uh, city that they end up getting drafted to is going to be better just because what they're going to they're going to infuse into nice. the city off the field but yeah they're both jump cut they both catch the ball they both are students of the game you know I still remember a story about LT where he would always try to beat be the first person in the building at San Diego uh when he was a rookie and he always wanted to wait until he was the last one to leave he wanted to be able to prove that he was a worker and Bijan's the same way he's always he's always around you know, and he's always giving back, whether it's on the field. He was at the spring game. You know, so, yeah, both of them are great jump cut. They have a this amazing ability uh, to be able to see the holes and not the hole. And so, uh,
2: yeah, I like I, I liked both of them a lot.
3: They were great players.
2: Yeah, and they both catch the ball, which is big. So a player that J-Mac and I have talked about is Max Duggan, the quarterback. Um, you had Andy Dalton. He's more athletic than Andy. I don't know if he's the pocket presence. Um, when you look at Max um, – I mean, I watched Brock Purdy, who you you know, yeah, Iowa State. Yes, and so there's some comps there where they're smart guys. I think Max is probably a little better mover than Brock Purdy. What is he as a pro? Do you think? Well,
3: I, he's a winner. I think you know. I think that's the same thing with Brock Purdy. It's uh, he, he wasn't going to be flashy, but he was he was taught well. I think uh, Max Duggan's best days are ahead of him. And if you listen to all the players that talk about him, they 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 run through walls for him. You know, there's just that element. To uh, a Max Duggan, he's going to run in the four fives. He he can take off and beat you with his legs. He he runs like a running back, and he's good the, enough arm. Yeah, yeah, he has a good enough arm. You know, they threw for a lot of yards. Had a good enough player. You know, I, I, again, I think in the passing game, he's just going to keep getting better and better because of you know what what they did in high school and then what we did early in his career running the football. You know, and he had to play. He had to play. You know, as a Redshirt freshman, come in and play. Had, you know, had the heart condition, so he did, couldn't practice through the first year. And so he, he's kind of probably about a year behind when it comes to all that kind of stuff in his development.
2: So I want to talk about Bryce Young because last year Texas outplayed Alabama and Bryce did his magic late. So when you went up against Bryce Young and you helped Sark and you looked at film, what jumped off film? What made Bryce Young special? Well, I think the big
3: he just makes great decisions and he he can beat you by himself. I think that's why you go through his career. you just watch him you, you think you have him we thought we had you him did. Yeah. we thought we had him and then in the final drive he comes down, he makes the corner miss he sees the guy outside and uh, you know they get the first down they kick the field go and go he's just a guy and in and twice, I think in that drive, he took off he took off running uh you know where he got the first downs when he hadn't really done that the whole the whole ball game and so uh. Yeah, he just beats in so many ways, and he's a—he's definitely a student of the game. You, I think some of the I've read about the tests he's taken up at the S2 NFL. Scores. Of, oh, yeah, the S two scores. I mean, it's truly incredible how
2: smart the young man. I've heard coaches talk about that. So you—you um, you saw Patrick Mahomes before the rest of the world was introduced to Patrick Mahomes. His dad was a major league baseball player, so good lineage there. Um, could you have ever imagined? I mean, you were a defensive guy. Uh, you were in the Big 12, which is a wild, spread-em-out conference. So yeah. everybody scores on everybody, no matter how good of a defensive coach you are. But with Mahomes, was there a moment for you in his college career where you turned to guys and said, oh, my God, a, a guy, that kid's different?
3: Well, yeah, I, he, you know, he, his first ball game was against us. He had to come in as a freshman. The, the starting quarterback got hurt there at TCU. But if you watched him develop and, and you didn't know how well he ran, number one, and how he could ad lib all the different ways he throws the ball and goes about his business, um, you know. It's it's as a defensive coach, it's just so hard to prepare for somebody that's not going to do <laughs> one thing twice. <laughs> and I think that's I think that's what he's doing at the NFL level now. He did it at the college level, and he, I think he's even doing it better at the at the NFL level than he did at the college level. But Cliff did a great job coaching him there, and Andy Reid's done an unbelievable job. With his group at Kansas City, you would have thought Kansas City, he would have had a down year, right? And uh, right. he just took another step. So when,
2: when, when you look um, at the state of Texas in football, in California, and then Florida, all the regions are different. I've always thought California is very good for receivers, quarterbacks. Uh, it's a progressive place. It, it's a thinking person's football. I think at Texas, uh, it's, it's a little tougher Uh, high school football means more, uh, then you get to the South and, you know, there's just, it's just between Florida, Georgia, Louisiana. That's where a lot of the players are. When you recruited California, I guess my question being is you can only win so many games unless you're great at quarterback is quarterback play. It looks like to me, it's getting better. The guys are smarter, earlier, better. You tell me in twenty-two years what you saw.
3: Well, yeah, I I think if I go back twenty years, I thought California had the lead in that because the way they threw the ball on the West Coast, you know, they had seven-on-sevens. Texas was a running quarterback, you know, early in my career. Now the quarterbacks, now they have all the seven-on-sevens. They're developing quarterbacks really across the nation. Everybody, everybody's doing the same thing. I think the quarterback play in college football and going forward into the NFL. I think. Finding the guy that can that can win, I think it's not just about how can you transition from seven on seven to eleven on eleven and, right. and not see the rush and have that innate ability to throw the ball where nobody else can get it. I think is the ones you look if you look at the quarterbacks that are playing right now that have played in the last five years, uh, they and then the ones coming up. I think they're all they
2: all have that unique ability. Um, the transfer portal. I like it because I think it allows a Brian Kelly or a Lincoln Riley. By the second year, you're ready to compete with the big boys. It used to be even Nick Saban. It took like three full recruiting classes. But the transfer portal also, the the downside to it is, you know, kids face a little adversity. I'm out of here. And I think there's something to be said that if you look at most – great NFL players they had obstacles I mean Tom Brady drops from the draft so did Joe Montana so did Russell Wilson so did Aaron Rodgers so did Dan Marino yeah. where are you on the transfer portal let's forget the NIL because that's still the wild wild west but in the transfer portal um do you like it are you concerned about it where are you on it well I, number
3: one I think every freshman uh that when they get to college it's a lot harder every freshman <laughs> has thought about transferring but you know I think there's like anything else there's There's good transfers and there's there's guys that probably shouldn't have left because nobody talks about all the numbers that don't get those scholarships you'd like to have right. But I would I would tell you this: Um, it used to be a three-year turnaround for you know you develop. Now it's a one year. I think I saw on a TV copy where Chip Kelly talked about it's a one year. Now you're put. How do you put your pieces of your uh, team together in one year in the transfer portal? You go get somebody, which usually used to be able to not do that. Right. You had to recruit and then you were kind of. And if you ever came into a situation. To where uh, your team wasn't good, you know. In the old days, you know, you had to wait for your freshman to grow up and maybe get a junior college guy. Now it's uh, if you if you've got the if you got the means and and you have uh, you have done a good job evaluating, you can go find the players and they'll and they'll come. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a whole different game now.
2: Who is the best coach? The the best um, game coach? If I go back and say, you know, Gary, who was a. Uh, was arm wrestling? Who was a really clever chess player to go up against on a Saturday?
3: Well, there's been a, there's been a lot of through you know forty years of college football. There's right. been a lot of them, but I you know these new the new guys Lincoln these two guys we just talked about Lincoln Chief was Kelly. a handful. Yeah, yeah, if you look at what Lincoln as far as because because they run you know one of the things that I had to do in defense you had to get to where you played plays now because these guys run so many plays <laughs> they run so many plays. It's just not where well, you're running the read zone or you're. Now they're running plays, so you have to be able to look at formations and be able to, so here's the plays they're going to run out of this, and this is
2: the routes So the run... substitution patterns, you're on yeah, the yeah, sideline. It's
3: really, it's really big. It's really big knowing who, the personnel. That, that's why you see so many of the offenses now uh, when they're in 11 personnel, meaning they have a one tight end, one back system with three wide outs. Uh, they're either in a four wide out look because the tight end split out or he's on the line of scrimmage or he's back in the backfield as a two back. And so now defenses have, have to change so that you you actually have to call defenses like offenses. So when they're in that ten personnel, right. Here's the front you want. Here's the coverages you want. Uh, when they're in the tight ends on, here's the plays they run because they're going to run stretch. You know they're going to run stretches to the tight end right. so they can pull their lineman. And then when the back's in the backfield, you now you, when that tight ends in the backfield, you get that two back running game which in college you have, and I think you're starting to see that progress a little bit into the uh, pro ranks where that tight end's coming around, but instead of blocking the end in a divide zone, he's now he's now going up to the next level for the quarterbacks. So, uh, yeah, the game is, is really changing, and it's changing not just by every two or three years. It's changing every year, and there's just a lot of good coaches now in this even young coaches that are coming up
2: that have a lot of great ideas. So Caleb Williams, um, I I talked to an exec uh, during last season, and he said Caleb Williams would be the number one pick this year. So he comes up for USC, you know, Lincoln. Um, He's got a little Mahomes to him where there's different arm angles. He's only six feet one, but he's thick. He's a a thicker kid than like a Bryce Young. Um, I don't know if you've seen tape, obviously Oklahoma. Um, He's a... how much I always think when I watch Caleb. How much do you coach him, Gary? And then how much do you let him just do what he does?
3: Well, I think probably Lincoln can answer that better. But those guys, a lot. Of, you, you, you coach the play, but you don't coach the other part. Now, I did coach against. Actually, he came in against Texas two years ago, and we were the next ball game at TCU, and the same thing had happened against Texas, where we had the corner coming off the edge and quarterback from Alabama. He makes a miss, right? And we had the same thing. We had the corner coming off the edge against Caleb, and we had him dead to right. He makes a <laughs> miss, and he can't tackle him. So uh, he's got what I call escapability. They all have escapability. And when you have a quarterback like that that's at plus one, whether it's scrambling or in the quarterback read re- re- option game, that makes it really hard on coaches because you, you can, defensive coaches can play all this different coverage stuff. When you have just a true drop back guy, that's we're not worried about running. Right, but that guy will take off when you've got everybody chasing wide receivers and doing. And then he's going to run for forty yards. Uh, it makes it awfully difficult uh, for because you got to change up and you know the the chances and the risk you're taking when you play certain coverages because that quarterback's going to make you pay if if they don't keep him corralled. And that's why you also see not as many sacks sometimes against those running guys because. Instead of trying to beat you and come off the edge and and beat the tackle, they have to push the pocket, right? And then you're not you're getting a coverage sack, but you're not getting a uh, run by him sack. And so uh, all those things play a part into how you play the game.
2: Um, Sark, you go there and you add a dimension for his staff. What is something? I, I think Sark's a great recruiter. I think he's a. Uh, um sometimes the his teams are a bit loose but he plays with energy he takes in-game risks which i like what did you try to add to texas and sark last year
3: well I, um for me i, I went down uh, kind of take a step back number one i went back and tried to learn you know after 25 years of yeah. being at tcu and so i i i tried to help them defensively kind of put things together pete did a great job yeah. great staff And uh, really tried to give chemistry to the building. You know, they'd only been there one year, and they kind of came in during COVID. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was about uh, helping the analysts and all the GAs and everybody in the back of the room uh, evaluate. Structurally. Recruiting, just uh, wherever, kind of be a glue. Try to be wherever they needed me. I love the staff. I love Sark. Sark was great to me, and I love the players. I think the one thing people understand is how good a player, how good a kids Texas has on their roster as far as people, I would like a Bijan Robinson, a Roshon. Uh, there, there's just a lot of those guys there, and I was I was uh, really happy. It was it was really hard for me to step back and not go back this season, in the in the mat, you know, in the in the position that I was right. a year ago. But uh, yeah, but I I was glad I did it. The fans and everybody
2: treated me great. RG three did the spring game on TV for Texas. He said he thinks they can compete for the title. Can they? Do you believe they have the personnel?
3: Well, I think with the freshman coming in, I think the biggest thing. Competing for a title is going to have to be his depth. You know, I think if they can stay healthy, I think that Alabama game is going to be a big game just because of perception. Yes. Uh, of playing well, either winning or playing them close. Because uh, I watched Alabama later in the year play against Kansas State, which we played in in the bowl game. So I think that's really important. But I think that they have they have an opportunity because they started three freshman offensive linemen yes. last year. Yeah, all those grow up. They've added some really good skilled players. Uh, they lost some running backs, but they've, they've got some good young running backs, and I think their wide receiver core and the quarterback, It's you know, still like anything else, it comes down to uh, Evers, the quarterback making a difference at Texas uh, because if you're going to win a national championship, it's really going to come down to the quarterback play yeah. and playing good defense. So, uh, And they got, we got better on defense last year, and I think they'll play the same or better this year.
2: Gary Patterson, great seeing you, 22 years here at Fox. Uh, appreciate you stopping by, Coach.
3: Well, thank you. It was was a pleasure being here.
2: Yeah, love football talk. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards, and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
1: Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with
2: You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to tirerack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. J-Mac with the news. No, no, no,
0: no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Starting Vegas with Jimmy Garoppolo taking over for Derek Carr as a starting QB. Raiders have the seventh pick in the draft this week, and GM Dave Ziegler says Vegas is keeping the option of drafting another quarterback on the table.
2: I think that, you know, anytime you can find a young player at that position that's going to have an impact on your team, you have to keep an open mind to that. Of course, we're excited to have Jimmy and having Jimmy um, does supply us with a a very high quality starting player at the position and so um, we feel comfortable with that. But I think to close that door, you know, and just say that that's not something you would do because of X, Y, and Z. um, That's not the business that we're in. I think think we're open to having competition at, at the quarterback position and every other position on the roster. I think that we're never going to close the door on Yeah, I think they have to draft a quarterback Mm, because they lost Stidham to the Broncos in Garoppolo's health. So, I mean, to me, that's like, of course they're going to draft a quarterback fourth, fifth round.
0: Well, they're asking about the seventh overall pick. Now, you know we like to put breadcrumbs together on this show. Peter King earlier today said what? C.J. Stroud, not a lock. He goes in the top seven. Raiders are the cutoff for seven. Does... Perhaps Josh McDaniels, a New England guy, historically. Him and Peter King, do they have a connection? Did McDaniels say, we're out on Stroud at seven? We don't want him. And maybe the Stroud sweepstakes started eight with the Falcons, who, you know, Desmond Ritter, you like to bang on him, but I don't know where the Falcons are with him. Feels a little rich at seven for a quarterback for the Raiders. Have you looked at their defensive depth chart? I mean, I'm combing well, through depth charts. They, I know you're not.
2: No, I no, I am. Oh, oh, they yeah. need corners. Dude. We're secondary in that division by a considerable amount. Yeah, in a division now with Sean Payton, Andy Reid, Mahomes, Herbert. like it's So, to me, I think they're going to have to reach. If Gonzalez goes before their pick, the Oregon corner, Christian Gonzalez, because that's who I think they yeah. want,
0: then they may have to reach on Witherspoon, well, the Illinois corner. Who the Lions is, really like Witherspoon a lot at six. There's a lot of chatter connecting those two. But I— so, uh, Witherspoon and, and Gonzalez. I know you're a West Coast guy, and you like Gonzalez.
2: Seattle and Detroit need an interior defensive lineman, They're, and so to me, if Jalen Carter's available because he drops because of his off-field stuff, yeah. I think Detroit has to take him. He, he's really they they got they got Hutchison, uh, they got corners in free agency. They need a bull rush. They have no interior pass rush at all. So I feel like there are just certain teams that. Um, Christian Gonzalez is going to be so good so early, and the Raiders are so bad at corner. Yeah. That feels like my question with the Raiders is if Gonzalez goes before that, do you trade down? Because I don't know if the next corner is close to him. I think there's one. Well, the kid Witherspoon at, from Illinois had a really good year, Mason. Didn't he have a good combine or something?
0: Everybody yeah. Was, was, and, and Gonzalez's measurements are kind of what Seattle likes with the big, rangy cornerbacks. He's guy's athletic. I don't know. I don't see quarterback at seven for the Raiders. All right, uh, next up, Niners. Oh, boy. John Lynch, Trey Lance. This this is, at this point, we can call it a disaster, okay? Trading up for him. Two years. He has four starts. I know. Uh, the seventh no. rounder outplays him. Now you sign Sam Darnold. It's not great. Anyways, Lynch was asked if he thought about, forget Trey Lance, making a run at Lamar Jackson. Here's what he said.
2: You, know, you you look into everything, and we seem to be linked to each and everything. Um, I can tell you, I, I think it's a how convicted we are on Brock on this current group of guys. That you know why you, you're not doing your job if you don't look into things. Um, a lot of those things, I think you're limited by the way our roster's set up. You know, and uh, the other thing is, you you know what's your motivation? And while those those players, there's there's more than a, than just Lamar. There's tremendous players, um, MVP type players. Um, we really like our guys, and um, we like where we're at. And I think Just they do like so where perplexing. they're. I think they're going to move off Trey Lance before the season. I think they're going to play him as much as they can in the preseason if he's ready. All right, I tell you
0: this, Just close your eyes for a sec. Okay, your two quarterbacks this season are Sam Darnold and Brock Purdy. What's your ceiling?
2: NFC Championship.
0: Oh my gosh, come on. No yeah. way! That
2: roster is stacked.
0: NFC Championship with Sam Darnold. What is this, his third team? I know he's a USC guy, you're going to defend him. but Well, no, that's not Brock true. Purdy had a seven-game sample size where he looked competent. And I like Brock Purdy.
2: I, I can see clearly, despite the USC connection, Darnold is what he is. He is... A more experienced version of Trey Lance. He's a stocky, athletic kid with some aesthetic issues and completion percentage issues, but you could win a game with him. Okay. Brock Purdy's their future for the next two years. Brock Purdy doesn't
0: even have the right to renegotiate. Like, he's imagine gonna- a year ago this time, you were saying Brock Purdy is their future. He ended up going seventh round, last pick in the draft. Well, it's crazy. It's crazy. This it's NFL crazy. league. is Tony wild. Romo undrafted. Kurt Warner undrafted. Austin Reeves in the NBA undrafted. Yeah, I mean, God, the Miami Heat got four undrafted guys, two undrafted starters. Yeah, that's a great point. All right, we'll wrap up with this. Allen Robinson, his season with the Rams was just awful, uh, and he had the foot injury. He never came close to the production LA had wanted to get out of him. Now he's with the Steelers, and at his introductory press conference, you're never going to believe who Allen Robinson quoted. I
2: think that um, you know, uh, actually, Patrick Beverly, you know, said it le- said it best. You know, I mean, if you're you know a fork, you know, I mean, you don't want to be used as a as a spoon majority of the time. You know, I think that makes it just tough. You know, on 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 uh, everybody. You know, but again, I'm I'm very grateful for the opportunity that I had. You know, going to LA. You know, being able to play with Cooper Cup and some of those guys. You know, I learned a lot from their system. I feel like for myself, you know, I have a lot of football uh, uh, left in me. Um, I thought last year for the time that I was playing in those 10 games you know I felt very good about
0: uh, some of the things that I did I'm not gonna bash Allen Robinson I wish him luck again just look at the way he came into the press conference hat pulled kind of low which is like kind of hiding he's wearing like a black sweatshirt which is fine whatever Jalen Hurts shows up. Well, Jalen Hurts is a quarterback. So what? Look the part, Allen Robinson. Jalen Hurts shows up in a green suit looking very regal like he's a CEO. And he sits down and answers questions. This guy, Alan Robinson quotes Patrick Beverly, the great (laughs) philosophical thinker of our
2: time. All I say with this with Allen Robinson, I thought it was a good move.
0: And then he got to LA and couldn't separate from anybody. But then he's qu- he's saying, uh, "If you're a fork, you don't want to be used as a spoon." Like, listen, I'm rooting for Allen Robinson. I'm not. I'm not salty that he did not deliver for me as a fantasy football owner last that's year. That's what you but sound
2: salty about.
0: The problem is, I like the Steelers this season. I will be having some futures tickets on the Steelers. I like them. So they didn't give up Robinson anything for him. They gave up. Like, didn't they like give up like
2: a seventh round pick? Yeah, basically
0: they, the Rams paid them to take Allen Robinson. You know, that's what they did. It said, "You remember that scene in Moneyball?" Where Brad Pitt's talking to David Justice, and he's like, "You guys are paying my salary." And Brad Pitt's like, "Now the Yankees paid us to take you off their hands." And David Justice was like, "Oh, okay, you're right." <laughs> like Alan Robinson needs to kind of wake up here. I don't know. I'm being too harsh. I don't want to be critical, guy. It's a good day. The Jets got Aaron Rodgers. It's a bright
2: blue sky day.
0: It is a nice. Sky. You should and be the- in the best mood in in six months. I didn't really get to work out this morning. I'm oh tired. Boy.
2: You're
0: tired. We lost that championship game. It's still eating away at me. You You were 0 for 4 on threes. Dude, we, we opened hit the game. You two of those, you would have won. We opened the game 1 for 15, Colin. Oh, Now, my. they only open like
2: 3 for 15. That's because you're a bunch of old guys out of shape. They're, they're younger than us. are out of shape.
0: Excuse me? You think I'm out of shape? I'm not do we to do a deca- How about me and you do a decathlon? tennis. Ping pong,
2: oh, God. a sprint, I, a I, mile. I have, uh, I have a family. I, uh, <laughs> I dogs, I, ducks. I don't have time for this. Stuff. You want to do a buoy swim this summer? I couldn't do a buoy swim. It'll take me enough. <laughs> J Mac with the news. <laughs> well, that's the news.
1: And thanks for stopping by.
2: The herd line news. Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey what's up everybody? It's me, 3-time Pro Bowl LeVar Harrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up on Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from thank you to our friends at panini america the official trading cards and nfts of the 2024 colin coward show panini america delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought after nfl nba fifa and wnba trading cards whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends panini's got it Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports and now newly minted first round picks like number one overall, Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, JJ McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr. and more. If you're into cutting edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be big george foreman movie starts thursday theaters only get your tickets rated pg-13 big george foreman so it's time for another edition of the magic eight ball where the eight ball gives us great answers for some of the draft questions that will be upon us here on thursday it's already tuesday J mac yeah, We get the Warriors-Kings on Wednesday night. Suns-Clippers
0: tonight. Who do you like, by the way? Suns going to— uh, Man, I haven't even looked at the lines. Kawhi's out. Paul George is out. Yeah, I'll Suns take... win. Suns win. They go, I think, back home. They win. I don't know that there's any value. But you know what I would do? The three big favorites tonight, I would probably just money line parlay them. You're not getting a great number, but they're going to win. All right. Here we go. Remember, ready for the Magic 8-Ball? I'm always ready. You ask the question. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs>
2: Will the Panthers
0: draft Bryce Young with the first overall pick?
2: Okay, yeah, without a doubt... He already canceled his remaining pre-draft visits. Heavy favorite on Fox Bet. No question there. Without a doubt, Bryce Young, number one. He's refined. He's ready to play. It's a bad division. He can win games. As Gary Patterson just said, he's different. He can beat you with his feet, with his arm. He's
0: agile. Sees the field. He goes number one. Like him, don't love him. Next up, will the Texans draft a QB with the second overall pick?
2: Oh, the magic eight ball. Oh, very clearly says, very doubtful. Mm. First of all, C.J. Stroud. Same agent as Deshaun Watson. Bit of a turnoff. They also have 12 picks total. They can take somebody in the third or fourth round. Uh, there, there's no reason to take a big swing early. They got to get better. And I think D'Amico Ryans wants to get better on the defense quickly. Get cheap, and inexpensive, and more
0: athletic on the defense. Then get the quarterback in next year's draft. All right, Magic 8-Ball. Will Anthony Richardson be the second quarterback taken in the draft?
2: Uh, my sources say no. Accuracy concerns. He started one year and he was six and seven. I mean, the, tr- the truth of there's raw, and then there's Anthony Richardson raw. I just haven't seen enough. And you know, he can throw the ball. Even at the combine, there were questions about accuracy. So I don't know. He's doing backflips at the combine.
0: What do you have against backflips?
2: Uh, when's the last time you watched a football game and said, "Oh, I love that backflip"? Uh, Joe Burrow on a touchdown
0: did. celebration. It's no Not- gritty, but. They all can't. Uh, will a top five pick be traded, Magic 8-Ball?
2: Uh, don't count on it. Remember, the last few teams that have taken Niners moved up, didn't work. Bears did for Trubisky. Jets did for Darnold. A lot of the teams moving up in recent years. Egg on their
0: face. Doesn't look good. I don't think people are moving up big. Now, this one's tough. There's a lot of chatter around this player right now. Will Will Anderson from Alabama be the first non-quarterback drafted? most likely. He's clean, no trouble
2: off the field, very coachable. Defensive players have taken each of the first five picks last year. Remember, defensive linemen are still outside a quarterback. Anything harder than to find a great edge? The Bosas, they're hard to find. Um, and a lot of time, these, these edge rushers can come in. Khalil Mack, Bosa brothers, they come in and they make an impact year one. So I think Will's going... Interesting.
0: 2021, he was amazing. 2022, not so much in recent weeks. It sounds like he may be dropping a little. I don't know that I buy it, but it's out there. Will there be at least four quarterbacks selected in the top 10 Magic 8-Ball?
2: Outlook not so good. Listen, let's be honest. Only once in the common draft era. And that's in 2018, the Darnold, Baker, Josh Rosen, uh, Josh Allen, Josh Allen year. So that four is a lot. And I also think, I mean, in that year, you had Allen was such a unicorn physically, and um, everybody, you know, Baker, Chutzpah, there was a lot of chutzpah. people. I think everybody, even with Bryce Young this year, there's reluctance on his size. I think all four of these top quarterbacks
0: have something that concerns me. All right, let's go to running back. Will John Robinson? be picked in the within the top 20
2: oh most likely he's clean got no issues Ladanian Tomlinson's a comp Um, he he created 104 missed tackles last year meaning he's really good shifty shifty he played Alabama he can take the hits there's nothing wrong he can catch he can run he's a good kid Ladanian Tomlinson's not a bad comp. Gary Patterson had Ladanian. There's just nothing this kid, as a GM, told me he's a clean prospect. He
0: checks every single box. We're running out of time. There are no Jets questions. I know Jets fans no, are eager. Yeah, will yeah, the G- Will Georgia have the most players drafted of all the schools?
2: Without a doubt. <laughs> they're like Alabama four or five years ago. Yeah. Fifteen Georgia players taken last year. And, and by the way, they're doing it at receiver. Where do you think Stetson Bennett gets picked? I would. Love, I like him more than Zach Wilson already. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. It's the Herd. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com.
3: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake Kits...